This is All Things Tibet Podcast, episode 25. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. And today we are talking about episode five, six? Six. 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 We're talking about episode six, Love Shack of season two, which, as I was saying before, I think has been the most fun episode of the season yet. Absolutely. So Francesca, why don't you walk us through your notes? We got notes. Um, This episode starts off, it has very few locations, uh, but this episode starts off with um, Mika, is it Mika or Micah again? Every week. Micah. I can't remember. Micah and Danny are jogging in a park and I'm really happy that they have their little friendship back. And yeah. Micah is telling Danny about how he slept with a girl and that girl being Maribel. And then Danny's talking about her pseudo-sexual relationship with Gigi. Which is really something to me because at this point, Gigi and Beth are, have technically not broken up. And, and no. Danny admits no like bad or remorseful feelings about that they might have this going on and she's so anti-cheating. But I think she does because it's not on her. Like Gigi's the one being like flirtatious and yeah, she, I, she de- no, Gigi's definitely the driver, no doubt about. Yeah. It. yeah, well, and I think like it kind of shows when she asks uh, Sophie later when she's like, "Does everyone cheat?" Like, I think there's, I think there's layers going on that has a lot to do with Gigi when she asks that question later. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, and that might be a foreshadow into even season three. Like maybe Danny's going to have a cheating error. Oh no, I hope not. I, I hope, hope after I, all I hope this, not. I hope not. But you that know how the L word is. You know how that yeah. characters flip. Yeah, I was saying to my mom earlier today, I was saying, you know what I hate about season two of the L word is that like, except for like Carrie and Tina, I like so many of the couples this season and I don't like that with a show like the L word (laughs) that means it's doing its job I know but I don't like being invested in the couples because I know that it's the L word and that they're not gonna last and bad things are gonna happen yeah like last on my list like well even maybe even tied with Sophie and Finley is Bet and Pippa Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't count them as a couple because fuck them. <laughs> they, have, they have something going on, but I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't know what the draw is. I mean, I see it. I just, I feel like it's interesting because I think Bet and Sophie are having a very similar problem where yeah. they're just so in pain and so desperate to like kind of heal the hole in their heart that they're just jumping at and with Sophie obviously it's a little bit more complicated with Finley but I think Bet is just like oh I need to be loved right now oh look this person that I've kind of idolized for a while sweet let's jump at that yeah so next on the list is Alex and Alex, Alice and Sophie. Um, I really love their working relationship. It kind of reminds me of me and my old female boss in a way. Um, Like even in last episode where 
Alice gives Sophie candy and she's like, oh, this is your favorite flavor. Like it just, it reminded me of like that type of relationship that I used to have with my boss. And Alice is talking to Sophie about inviting Tom and Sophie's trying to get out of going to karaoke night. So can I also just say great news? I didn't cry in the shower this morning is perhaps the biggest mood I have heard in a long time. Yeah. Truth. And now we're cutting to Dana's. We're finally at karaoke night. And this is where we stay for most of the episode. And again, I will applaud the direction of this episode. I think it was really well done. Yeah. Um, I liked how they went from uh, a lot of times they would go from one conversation to the next mm-hmm. just by like a swift camera move or like changing focus and stuff like that. So I think that was really interesting. Um, we see Alice, Shane, Sophie, and Maribel sitting at a table. And Alice is telling them how she texted Tom thinking of you. <laughs> oh, Alice. Um, and then Shane very, uh, very uncharacteristically says, no drama tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I did like Alice did call Shane a grandma for that comment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, see, I don't necessarily know that it's, I, I feel like Shane is always the person that says no drama and then ends up in drama. Yeah. I, that's more like it's ironic, not so much out of Yeah, character. yeah. Um, and then Bet enters with her little vocal warm-ups. <laughs> her being like, I do my vocal warm-ups in the car. Of course you do, Bet. I don't know. I think also it's like, she might have been like joking, but also knowing Bet, she takes like, it's like the dance in season six. Like she takes those things very seriously. Oh my God. Like, no. She definitely did and prepare. Bet, Bet did oh, a full, Bet did a full vocal warm-up in the car like she went to Yale with all the artsy fartsy students the theater students were right there she did a full vocal warm-up in that car on the way to Dana's I fully believe that she had some hot water with lemon to like soothe the vocal cords beforehand for sure um, and then we have Shane calling her out because Shane always calls her out on her dating issues of like, you're not chasing Gigi, so who are you chasing? <laughs> yep. um, I love that Shane was literally like, Bet, how about you chill for like two seconds? Yeah. And then Alice is like, wait, Pippa isn't susceptible to your charm? I like no. how they both like went after her. Also, um, just like I, I know that somebody pointed this out on Twitter, but I would just like to vocalize it. I like how Pippa was like this recluse artist that had done nothing, completely like withdrew from society, and all of a sudden she has students. Oh yeah, I wrote that in the notes. All of a sudden she's a teacher, and like, like what? Everyone can find her. It's very, you know, it's the L word. That's. Yeah. All of a sudden she hasn't been seen in 20 years and now here she is having a whole class of students and yeah just yeah, I guess, okay I guess if she wasn't showing she had to make money somehow I mean I guess but you would think that then Bet wouldn't have had to go on this big Odyssean journey to find her but did she she searched a google article she like yeah. googled it and she found it pretty quickly yeah that's true I thought it was going to be more of a chase, but I guess the chase is her trying to get Pippa to sign with her, not so much yeah. her trying to find Pippa now that I've yeah. realized. Yeah, um, that's true. But Alice does make the comment, 
um, about boning her, and Beth's and Beth's like, I'm not trying to bone her. Beth, honey. Beth. We all know. We all know what your intentions will be. Also, Beth and her cute ass little sneakers. I know. And her scarf. I think Jennifer just actually accidentally came to work as Jennifer that day and everybody was too embarrassed to tell her. <laughs> yeah, but there was the behind the scenes video because it was like Marge's birthday that day that they filmed this. And so they yeah. had like a birthday party at Data's for her. Um, and you see Shane, Bet, and Alice on stage and uh, Jennifer's in like Uggs, like in her like little booty, like in boots, like in like <laughs> in the video. <laughs> I'm like, of course you are. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> um, so then the next scene that we have, it cuts to Sophie and I put Danny, but it's really Finley. Uh, <laughs> wrapping up those XLR cables and me being a XLR cable aficionado, I was making sure they were doing it the right way. And I don't know if they were. They weren't doing the over under. That's for sure. True. That's very important. <laughs> anyway and then i then i missed the rest of the part oh they were talking about someone's butt i don't know but then i was tweeting so i i I missed that so we could skip over them then it cuts to uh finley and tess finley confiding in tess about sophie which is just a theme of this entire episode um i personally just feel like finley needs to grow up a bit i feel like she's being very i love finley and i think like she's grown a lot on me since season one but she's just she needs to grow up yeah Mm mm-hmm um, and then we cut back to Shane, Alice, and Bet talking about Sherry. What was everyone's like first reaction when? Because we didn't see what Shane did. With, like we don't know what happened. So what was everyone's first reaction when Shane brought it up? As far as like how that night went, yeah. Um, I think that I didn't think that Shane was going to like cross a line with her. I figured, if anything, that they would probably have some sort of heated discussion. Mm-hmm. Cause she was pretty upset at Sherry, not just for Sherry showing up with Tess, but like from Sherry's behavior that night. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we know Shane well enough as a character now by now to know Shane's bullshit face. Mm-hmm. And I kind of read when she said nothing happened, I, felt like that was sincere so before you know the end of the episode when she like confirmed everything I kind of felt like okay I feel like nothing happened like like obviously something deeper was going on but I didn't think they slept together and I was like oh interesting Shane you've changed I'm proud of you yeah um and then Shane asks about Gigi again and Beth's like very like standoffish and I have a very different opinion on this than everyone else does of course I do uh because a lot of people go because Alice is like sitting there blaming Gigi like but in that moment if you were like with your friends and talking about it your friend would probably side with you and like hype you up about like yeah you did nothing wrong because people are like how dare Alice and Beth talk poorly about Gigi Gigi doesn't deserve that and it's like if that was you and your best friend, of course you would say weird stuff. And I think when Alice says that Gigi loves talking about her feelings, that's true. Gigi loves talking about her feelings. And I thought it was very in character for Bet and Alice to sit there saying, yeah, that's too much. We don't want to talk about our feelings because they're very similar like that. Like they don't want to talk about their feelings. 
Like, True. so I get I, it. I, I didn't feel like it was out of character and people were like, that's so weird. That's so weird that they did that. I'm like, no, that's, that, that's Alice and better assholes. That's it. Oh yeah. Like, I just, I think both can be true. I agree that Gigi absolutely did not deserve that. And yeah. also that it is totally in character for Alice and Bette of all the two characters to sit there and be total ticks about it. Like, and- it, especially because A, we have to remember that like Alice has had a relationship with Gigi too. So of course, like she's going to be a little bit bitter as well. Mm-hmm. And exactly like you said, Francesca, Alice and Bette, look at how hard Tom had to try and try and try to get Alice to show the slightest bit of emotion in talking about her book. Like, you know, Alice is definitely that character that, you know, is sort of the archetypal you know, jester character where she likes to make everybody laugh, but then you know, when it comes to her own feelings, she doesn't like addressing them at all. So I can definitely see how both Alice and Bette would be like, addressing actual human emotion? Ugh, Gigi, what are you doing? So I think both are definitely true. Gigi didn't deserve it. And it absolutely makes sense for Alice and Bette to sit there and be like, my God, she talks about her feelings so much. What is wrong with her? Yeah, and I just love that it was just such a very genuine moment to their characters. Like, it just reminded yeah. me of the OG series of them, like, at the planet, so. Yeah. The next scene that we have, then, is Gigi, Danny, and Micah walking into Dana's, reclaiming their space. <laughs> and then Bet and Gigi make awkward eye contact. <laughs> So now we go right back into karaoke and it's Bet, Alice, and Shane on stage singing Love Shack. Would just like to say as they're setting up and Alice is divvying up parts, which of course she is, the level in which I relate to Shane going, why am I the guy? I'm always the guy. Mood, giant mood, Shane. Same, I always end up having to, I almost I, I was end up having to sing the guy parts because my voice is, doesn't go very high. Yep, low girl voice problems. <laughs> exactly, like Bet's dance moves were everything that gave me life. They were incredible. <laughs> you know, Leisha gave up two hundred percent into this. Like this is what she's been asking the writers for for years. Yeah, she was so excited. I don't know how she didn't like blow her back out with those like thrusting back moves, but. <laughs> I do remember in pants, though, them saying, like, episode six made them very tired, and now we know why. Right. Also, Bet had a stunt double in this episode, and I've been trying to watch to see when it possibly could have been, but when I, we watched, I watched the unedited version a hundred times, so she obviously did the whole routine and sang. So I'm like, maybe it, it could be really anything that they used it, and the stunt double is the whitest, palest woman, so it might have just been like a long body shot but who knows if they even used it so it doesn't matter but I was just curious about that interesting yeah um Beth's voice uh impregnated me (laughs) (laughs) I thought they all did really well I mean they they just did really well yeah sounded amazing I was watching it in my kitchen this earlier today and I looked at my mom and I went why is it actually good (laughs) it's actually really good 
but I'm happy that we have the unedited version because they did cut Beth's little solo to cut to Danny and Gigi talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. Then Tom shows up. I love Yay. Tom. Yay. Tom's here. Fave. Okay, I have a question for you. When Shane says, do you want to bet $50 that they're going to have sex tonight? And Beth says... I don't want to imagine that. Did you feel like that was her being biphobic? No, I, I don't think that Bet really wants to think of anyone having sex unless it's herself. I mean, geez, she, the way that when her and Gigi have that conversation and Gigi's like, I think in some world, like you and I are fucking in the bathroom, Bet acts like, like, like they weren't just like fucking at Gigi's what, two weeks prior? Like they weren't just a couple. Yeah. So no, yeah. I don't think it was biphobic. I think it was just her saying like she doesn't want to picture that period. Anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was Bet being biphobic. I think my concern is that especially with it coming from Bet, it gives the fandom permission to be biphobic. I think that's my only concern, especially with it coming from trying to think of how to put this delicately the character that I feel like would give a lot of the people it would come from permission to do that like yeah. I feel like Bet is kind of like the queen of the lesbians you know yeah and does that make sense like no it makes a, I, you, you're making complete sense to me because like I feel like so like I feel like in the universe of the show it's just bet being bet yeah. exactly like Brittany said I feel like in the like meta and I don't even feel like it's like the writers being biphobic I feel like it's the writers being true to bet's character mm -hmm. I think just knowing the fandom the way I do I feel like they're gonna be like see bet agrees with us it's yeah like, no because I also <laughs> saw people saying like like the minute that line came out people were tweeting oh there's biphobic bet and I was like but she didn't say it like that I was like yeah because it was kind of poorly written to sound like that and yeah she has a bad track record of being biphobic in the original series or doing throwaway lines that can come across biphobic but and then I know some people then were worried about watching because they didn't want to have to hear the that line that was possibly biphobic and I was like it wasn't that it I think quite it's quite a stir Friday night. Yeah, I think it's good that they had her do that reaction with Gigi because I think it did balance it out and make you go, oh no, she just doesn't like talking about sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, I also yeah. think that um, Bet is historically just like a man hater. So she's not going to want to think of any man having sex. Doesn't matter exactly who, what man. And we sometimes I don't think it's as prevalent to the storyline but like Alice is still her ex even though she is a very good friend of her that's still yeah. her ex-girlfriend so like she's a man hater and that's her ex-girlfriend like she doesn't want to think of that any more no. than well, want to think of Tina and Carrie having sex like just well, not something she wants to think about and the fact that it, like I feel like if I had to designate someone as Beth's best friend it would be Shane or Alice. Yeah. And so that almost makes it worse. Like, I feel like, yeah, thinking about your friends having sex is weird. Thinking about your best friend having sex is really weird, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I feel like, like that. Phyllis. 
when Alice yeah. was and she was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. She's never so, wanted to hear about Alice having sex. There, there yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next scene that we have is Bet and Danny. They have like a really quick moment. Uh we have been lacking on them in this season because they obviously don't work together anymore. And you know, Danny mentions during her run that she's like been doing a lot of different stuff with her dad's company and then Danny tells uh Beth that she has something up her sleeve so could it be that she's going to fund Beth's gallery could it be that she's going to fund something for Beth you know maybe that's the full circle moment maybe Beth gets her own gallery again and then mm. Tina can lose an earring there again that would be so cute oh my I want that now <laughs> yeah but how are we going to do that in like four episodes don't worry. Today, Phoebe said, Phoebe was like, oh, Tina's still wearing an engagement ring in episode nine. I said, yeah, because Bet proposed to her again. Yeah. Hello. That's Hello. exactly why. Think That's about exactly it. It makes why. sense. Yeah. Um, after that moment, we cut to Tess and Shane. And they're having their little argument in the back, which starts my next question that goes throughout the rest of the episode. Who is running this bar? <laughs> good fucking question is there another bartender because if you're telling me it's finley and tess tess walks out finley's in the back feeding the rats those people are wanting drinks people are gonna yeah. start self-serving yeah well and you know finley's once finley is in charge she's being serenaded so she's pretty distracted so yeah. distracted yeah and i love how shane's them like i'm going home you lock up no <laughs> it's uh, this uh, kit would never run her establishment Correct. like this kit porter would never <laughs> kit would never be run like this um and then after that we go to the awkward bet and gg scene uh G- i think gg came over there knowing it was over just trying to get that confirmation that it was over uh she makes the joke about bathroom sex she was not serious about them having bathroom sex I think Gigi was trying to use humor to just like lighten the mood because it clearly yeah. there was clearly like tension between them. Exactly. And then Beth's yeah. like funny. <laughs> She's so cold to her. Oh, she it's really so, is. I think it's very in character. Some people think Beth's out of character in this episode. I I, I think it's very Beth. I mean, the thing is, is like I I'm surprised that Gigi has been as forward as she is that she didn't end things with Bet sooner with how shitty Bet has been treating her. Like, yeah. And granted, I know she gives Danny that whole line about how like she wants to see what she can learn from people and blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. I don't know. But then Gigi asks Bet, she's like, okay, but I still want your perspective. And it's like, Bet is someone who just wants to like naturally grow apart. Like you both just like come to terms. They're like, yeah, this isn't working. So Gigi, why are you asking? Yeah. Like, you know why? Like, you, you know that there is obviously like just not a connection. And Bet people were angry that Bet said, Oh, I need more. And I was like, I don't think it was like the rudest thing to say. Maybe it maybe that's just me. Because she obviously wasn't getting that spark that she wanted from this relationship. And she wasn't gonna she's and Bet's not someone who's gonna waste their time in things. In a lot of ways it makes sense that she is so attracted to artists because she is so captive. She has always been so captivated by Tina, right? And like Tina's the apple of her eye, da, da, da. So like, I think being with artists is the closest that she's ever going to get to the feelings that she has with Tina. Yeah. Yeah. And there was none of that with Gigi. 
Mm-mm. Like yeah. the movie was basically on par with like the twink in New York as far as that was concerned. Like that's yeah, Gigi was just lust. Like yes. that was just fun. Yeah. It was yeah. fun to have someone on her arm to go do things and to sleep with and then mm-hmm. but when Bet says there is someone to check my boxes, I feel like it's such a twist in a way of it's like, well, we're supposed to think it's Pippa because Pippa's now in the thing, but we're also yeah. crazy Tibet fans. So we're like, it's Tina. It's definitely yeah. Tina. <laughs> the but note I wrote was that better be Tina you're talking about, bitch, because you've known Pippa for five seconds. Yeah. But think about it. I mean, she, the same thing happened with Jody. Like, Jody didn't like children. And then yeah. here Angie is, and she still was like, okay. Like, she made it work. Yeah. And not saying that, like, Pippa's going to be, like, anti-children or, like, not, like, Angie or whatever the case. But, like, I feel like she will make that exception for artists because she wants the thrill. And then the yeah. thrill wears off. Yes. Yeah. And she, she realizes, oh, no one's ever going to compare to Tina. I mean, it is, it is, is a bet move. Yeah. We, we've seen it all before. And I, I'm not angry that we've seen it all before because I love seeing a good repeat of like seeing how past mistakes because it's a TV show character. That's what's yeah. supposed to happen. Yeah. And Tina, in a lot of ways, is making the same mistake too. She's choosing Carrie because Carrie is the safe option. Yep. Like Henry was. Yep. And I will say like, I actually think Pippa's kind of a cool character. Like, he is. You know, just like I actually thought Jody was kind of a neat character. Like, I actually really like Pippa as a human being. I think she's kind of funky and cool. And I'm excited to see more of her as like a human being. Do I love her with Bet? No. Right. But I think, you know, I'm intrigued to see like who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. The th- Pippa and Jody both brought a new layer and element to the show. Pippa's yeah. bringing in like, these new storylines, just the way Jody brought in new storylines, li- story and even with Marley Matlin being deaf, like it, it, it added that extra element to the show. And now Pippa's bringing in, you know, race and uh, civil justice and stuff to the show, and mm-hmm. like adding that element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but after uh, the Bet and Gigi moment, we cut to Tom and Alice talking. And Tom, I just wasn't getting the hints like <laughs> that Alice is now flirting with him. And like Tom is just like, I'm going to be your wingman. I'm good. We're going to find you a lady. We're going to find you someone. And Alice is like, oh, we're friends. All right. <laughs> I love him so much. Me too. He's the best. I just genuinely love their relationship so much. They get each other. Yeah. Like, I I kind of gushed in my notes about them a little bit. So I won't go off on that tangent. All I will say is that the bisexual in me is just very, very happy that Gen Q is kind of fixing some of the OG L words mistakes. Like, I just think that this is a really wholesome, like good relationship that like I actually I actually ship it and it doesn't feel like a joke or like just like a throwaway straight relationship to be like ah, technically bisexuals exist like it's something real and wholesome and just as real as any of the you know gay relationships on the show and it's with one of the a leads and b 
established original characters of the show. And I just think I it means a lot to me that they did that with Alice this season. So, yeah. And I think that, well, the true test for me is going to come in the like coming episodes if Alice and Tom are still a thing, because this is when we really saw them all kind of turn their backs on Tina. And granted, Tina was with Bet before, so there was that element, but like they really shamed her like when she yeah so i hope i'm will have a yeah. bit more grace with alice than they did with tina it doesn't Agreed. seem like it. yeah i'm also really nervous given what we saw in the trailer yeah how many Not- episodes was he supposed to be in like i know that was announced with rosie like rosie's three he might have been three as well and he might have hit his quota oh no he's definitely six he's, he's definitely in six because he's in the i was just on yeah okay. i was just on imdb today and it said six so because i mean i do love nat but i think i love nat because i think her quirkiness is something that i like seeing myself and i like the way that her and alice are goofy together mm-hmm. um which is not me saying i don't like alice and tom i adore alice and tom but if Nat came back in the picture, I wouldn't be unhappy. No, I wouldn't be unhappy either. I just don't like that it's literally the next episode. Yeah. That's kind of weird, but I guess we have to see it play out. We only saw so little snippets and stuff. Yeah. Don't see him in the list for next episode. Okay. He's definitely at the launch party. Yeah. That's good. But yes, our good friend Nat is back in the next episode. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope I don't live to regret what I just said. (laughs) Stick Um, the landing, Gen Q. Stick the landing. (laughs) The next scene, uh, just real quick, uh, between Gigi and Danny. My comments for this was, Gigi's outfit's kind of bothering me. It's cute (laughs) on her, but like, I just don't get it. It, the turtle it was weird i don't know that's just not for me um the like so, backwards turtleneck dress thing yeah like the, it was like a weird i don't i don't know i just we all saw it i just i i don't understand it like you like you woke up and you said this is what i'm wearing right now i mean i don't know that it's her best choice but i still thought she looked great yeah, yeah she looks great just i i'm not for me like it really really bothered me <laughs> um sophie sends danny a drink Gigi, and like for me when that when danny's like i'm gonna go talk to her Gigi just like gave a face to me it was like fuck wh- where do i stand with all these hoes <laughs> yeah which honestly fair <laughs> um and then we cut to finley and shane again i say who works at this bar is there a bartender why did <laughs> finley feed rats <laughs> Can I just say that line made me laugh so hard? That line, that line, and Shane's reaction—just—I don't know why—just killed me. I almost want to say like maybe it wasn't even scripted because it was just so. Yeah, I think that I wouldn't be surprised that that would kind of track. Yeah, because I feel like Kate's face was just like what. 
yeah i think it's i think it's the fact that finley just said it like it was totally normal so casual as if yeah Yeah. like hey you know the rats that have been living here for like literally forever that we all know about and shane's face said i'm sorry we have rats (laughs) well that happened a few episodes ago and finley said something about rats and shane's like i hope you're kidding (laughs) (laughs) um and then we cut to Bet left the bar and is now stalking Pippa at her students' art show. And like we talked about before, Pippa's a teacher now. Um, yes. Some things I noticed, Pippa is taller than Bet, and that's kind of cute because no one's really taller than Bet. Sure, and sure. then um, Bet does that over-the-shoulder stare to Pippa, very similar to what she does to Candace in the season one finale of the OG. There is a still hmm. of her from Proof with her that exact face. Yes, exact yes. face. Like I almost when I've seen pictures of it on my timeline, I almost thought that it was from Proof. Because she's right. also wearing a scarf, and she's yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah, and like that gray kind of like sweater thing that she yes. also wears in Proof a lot. Yes, she has Proof vibe. Like she has what, what is her name in the show? Doctor Carolyn Tyler. Carolyn, yeah. yeah, yeah. She has Carolyn Tyler vibes. That just turned into Carolyn Tyler for a quick oh, sec no. there. Oh my god! Imagine if we see a little Christina Hart at some point. I'll faint. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the next scene then we have is M- Micah, Micah and Maribel. Uh, Maribel, oh, why are you? What, this one. She would be in rude for no. I mean, I guess she had reasons to be rude, but like being really rude. There, yeah, it's it's odd, because I thought like. It felt odd for her character, but yeah, maybe they were just really trying to convey how nervous she was because she is normally like super straightforward. Like there's no bullshit, yeah. there's no punches. Yeah. So for her to have reacted like that, I think maybe they're both kind of caught in this limbo where they're catching feelings and like, yeah. maybe they don't want to, or they're trying to resist, who knows, but it's clear she's like dealing with some anxiousness around it. Yeah, and have either of you watched Love and Basketball? Because I haven't, so I could not get the reference. Nope. Yes, yes I have. I have. So, do you want me to tell you what it's about? Please. So, Love and Basketball is about the two main characters. Like, they were best friends growing up. They, um, I want to say they... they ever, were they ever a couple in high school? I'm not sure exactly. They break up. I, I don't remember all the details. <laughs> Regardless, towards the end of the movie, the guy is engaged. He ends up getting engaged to another woman. And this girl's back in the picture. And she still has these feelings for him. And she like makes a move to try to end their engagement. So I, I think the reference that was trying to be made is that like Micah didn't put more of an effort into making sure that Maribel like was interested like he just kind of said hey you want to hang out and when she said no I'm busy he next thing you know he's flirting with the dude at the bar gotcha okay whereas like at the end of love and basketball the female character says I'll play you for your heart Uh they're both basketball players Gotcha. Thank oh, you for explaining cute. that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's, 
it's been a minute since I watched the movie, so that's why I can't tell you names or any real specifics, but I do remember the end of the movie. <laughs> they end up getting together in the end. Okay, so maybe there's our foreshadow that'll probably end up together in the end. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I like them. I think they're cute. Yeah. My problem, my one, my one critique of um, Micah is that he, I feel like a lot of his storylines are just him whining and I feel bad. Like, I wish there was more development, but I feel like it's been a lot of like whining, like, oh, this, oh, Jose. Oh, now I have a new job. Now I don't know how I'm going to be at my new job. Oh, now I don't know if I'm a good therapist. This, you know. I mean, I think that's kind of maybe what I liked about like what happened between him and Maribel in this episode is that like maybe even if it wasn't like even if it was a little harsh and maybe in this particular circumstance it wasn't necessarily entirely 100% the right move I think like it's kind of what he needed you Mm -hmm. know to be like dude you kind of kind of like step it up a little bit like you kind of just went like hey do you want to like hang out and no okay bye and then just gave up like sure you know yeah so I think which I mean again maybe not a hundred percent on the money but I think is kind of fair like she does have a very important job like I don't think the hey, there's a crisis at the border, like, I'm gonna be really busy, was, like, her blowing him off. I think that was legitimately, like, this is my job, and I do it because it's important to me. Mm -hmm. What's funny, though, when he was talking to Danny, though, he was like, yeah, so when she finally figures out the crisis at the border, then she'll date me. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was funny, and I think it was probably one of those things where it's, like, you know, when you do like someone and you have a thing that you have to do, (laughs) but you don't know how to like say it in a way that doesn't sound like a blow off. So it just comes out of your mouth. And then you're like, oh no, they think I'm blowing them off. Fuck. Like, how do I fix that? (laughs) So it just ends up a mess. But I think that's part of the thing that I think like would make Maribel such a good partner for Micah is that we've seen even in their friendship, she's not afraid to call him on the carpet and be like, no, dude, like you have to stick up for yourself. Like you have to keep pushing, be it in your job or like in whatever this thing between us is being like, you can't just kind of like lay it on halfway and then put on the brakes. Like that's not how it works. Let's, you know, talk about this and figure it out. Yeah. And then the next scene we have is Danny and Sophie, which they're like, they're just talking, not flirting. Finley sees them. And now Finley and Sophie tumble their way into whatever it is they now have. (laughs) Another toxic relationship for this show. It's just going to end in absolute, just utter fucking chaos. Those two are like the most unstable in the show. It's no wonder it took them this long to even both realize like, oh, we both like each other. Yeah, because like they have no communication skills whatsoever. They send mixed signals 24-7 and neither of them have like had the had the guts to just say like, hey, what what are we? So yeah. So so Sophie had to put on a whole fucking concert to like put her put her point across. And also Finley says to Alice, I mean, 
So if he says to Alice, this is not a good sentence to go into a relationship with. Finley's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's your takeaway? No, Finley's not that bad. I'll give it a shot. This is the reason that your wedding was like broken up. And she's all right, like lackluster, like like a medium, six out of 10. And then the whole concert, like, she doesn't have a bad voice, so it was, like, not bad to hear her sing. But did it have to be that long? That was really long. That was a lot. I'm telling you, Sophie is the Jenny Schechter of Gen Q. Well, that, so the girl, the woman who put out the, that, that video, the review, where she's like, you get a cupcake, you get a cupcake, not you, you don't get a cupcake. <laughs> she made a new video today, and it said, you know what? Sophie's not the Jenny Schechter of Gen Q. And she called Bette Porter the Jenny Schechter of Gen Q. What? I think she was just being funny about it, but like I saw the video today and I started cracking up. I was like, honestly, there is some similarities. I've been trying to like, yeah, there's a lot of similarities between Sophie and Bet. I've noticed. Yes, um, yes. So yeah, but I, I've definitely noticed the similarities between Bet and Sophie, where people were like, "Oh, Danny's the Bet," and I'm like, Danny mm. has like some characteristics of Bet, but she also is very much Tina characteristics yeah. yeah i think danny was the bet in season one i think it's flipped now yes it's definitely flipped yeah sophie definitely has like the same destructive tendencies as like that yes yeah she can't get out of her own way yeah, yeah. completely she'll fuck this i will up. she'll fuck this yeah. up yeah also and i'm gonna go for... around and around and make the same mistake over and over and over again exactly but, like, i will justice... say though oh sorry sorry go ahead Justice for Danny, to ha- Danny for having to sit there and listening to for her start singing. Real. Like, no consideration at all, people. For like, you real. know Danny is there. But also, yeah. I think the reason why she did it when she did it is because she wanted to prove to Finley that she wasn't scared. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. Like, it was, it was complicated, and I kind of got both sides, like... Yeah, I will say though, like, like the Jenny Schechter of Gen Q, mm-hmm. you know, like with Jenny and Mia, holy shit, you cannot say that Rosani is a bad actress. No, no, not because damn, <laughs> as like long and wow as that concert was, she was acting her butt off. She played it real well. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I have such a hard time. It's easier for me to be like, oh, Sophie's whatever, like to talk bad about her and say like she's a train wreck. But like it, when I'm watching her, I have such a hard time like really disliking her. Agreed. Is like she's a likable character. Yeah. But her decision making is awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I would I say think- I'm having <sighs> acting issues with other characters more than I am with Sophie, like Sophie's acting's on point and she's likable, like, hateable. But I feel like some other. you feel like is not? I, I don't want to say it on on the recording. Okay, we'll we'll dish it. after. We'll talk we'll after. Gossip I'm after. Not, I don't need anyone coming into my curious cat yelling at me. Like they already do. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> wait, that so already happens. <laughs> it's tamed right now. Okay. Hmm. Fair. We'll we'll gossip after recording. Yeah. I think, Britt, you put how I feel about Sophie perfectly. 
that she's likable, but her decision making is so not. <laughs> yeah. I can see how people are so drawn to Beth Porter because of she is this like infamous character, right? But her decision making is so poor where it's like, that's how I feel about Sophie. Yeah. yeah. Where I want to dislike her, but I like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's these two very different sides of her, like we talked about before. Like there's this fun side of her as a friend and her as a in the workplace. And then like there's the side of her with her romantic relationships where she's an absolute fucking mess. Yeah, the romantic yeah. relationships turn me off with her, but like I love seeing her at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I really want to know, like I'm curious, like I wrote this down that I I'm I feel like there's something deeper with her whole I don't want to make a scene thing because like I mean I feel like there was such an insistence there that there's something like in her backstory or like in her something because that seemed to me like some kind of deeply ingrained psychological thing that like I cannot have eyes on me I cannot like I don't know. I that's just pure conjecture. Well, well, she already made. They already had the scene at the wedding. Exactly. I think there is some. There yeah. could be some of that from her past, but also I think she's just like just got out of the spotlight. Yeah, that's fair. That's so she's fair. Like we cannot cause a scene here after all the shit that we just pulled together. You know, that's like- real fair. I hadn't thought <laughs> of that. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Uh, my next note is just. Alice and Tom dancing. Yay! I love it. So cute. I love how forward Alice is with him. I know. I also I also wrote Alice telling someone to shut the fuck up. Never thought I'd see the day, but honestly, think it's a sign she might have met her soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next we have the whole chess scene. We have Shane going to Tessa's house. A question. What is a slower burn to you To Is it Chess or is it Danny and Gigi? Ooh. For Ooh. me, it's Chess. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, because I, I feel like Danny and Gigi might have a little thing next episode, like a closer yeah. thing. Yeah. But the Shane and Tess, they're having a hard time getting on the same page. Yes. So it's a, sl- it's a bit slower of a, of a burn. Yeah. yeah. Think we're getting closer god knows yeah. that shane mccutcheon is terrified yeah of like sharing intimate fe- feelings with someone for someone that's not just based around sex yeah, yeah. So and he- i also i also feel like tess sees through shane's bullshit so well oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. that and shane hates being seen very like, the same way carmen was with her yep like, like yeah she like sees past the shield yeah which i think is part of the reason why like so many people are shipping shane and tess together because tess is kind of one of the first people since carmen to have that kind of connection with shane and but i think that probably scares the shit out of shane and so it's going to make it even harder to kind of get through Shane's walls because she's going to be like, oh shit, haven't felt this in a while. Cool, that's really freaky. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we saw it when, you know, Tess was like, are you going to tell me what else you said? And Shane was like, I'll tell you later, you know? 
we saw the episode nine preview promo photos and Tess is with Shane at Beth's house. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sitting up pretty cozy next to her in the one scene. Pretty cozy. And most excitingly in season nine is we have a lot of Porter Kennard scenes yeah. that are in sort of waiting area together. We also have a scene of Bet and Tina talking, which we haven't got a scene of Bet and Tina talking alone yet this season. So I'm no. very much looking forward yeah. to Yeah. And they got good faces on. I'm just, you know, yeah. From what um, I can tell, Carrie is not in that episode, or is nope. she? No. Carrie's done after seven. Her episodes are done, but you know, Phoebe you, Carrie, Phoebe bye squinted. Bye. Phoebe squinted and saw that ring on the finger, so we don't know. Be squinted. And as and as everyone needs to remember, Pippa is in the rest of the episodes. Shut up. Fuck off, Francesca. Why you gotta bring it up every time? Here we are like- having this nice moment about Tibet, and then you have to come in here with this bullshit and, and be on water balloon. Just break it right over our celebration. Just because I said I thought she was an interesting character doesn't mean I needed that <laughs> reminder, okay? She can be an interesting character not in a romantic relationship with Bet Porter. Correct. Yes, but let's just, okay, Tina in those boots. Tina's hair. Don't try to deflect from the fact that we're mad at you. <laughs> I say this stuff about Pippa because I love seeing Brit's face just completely frown. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Pippa, we go back to Bet and Pippa talking about art. And you know what? Wasn't angry about it. I actually liked it. Yeah. No Bet can have an art buddy. Yeah, art buddy. <laughs> an art buddy, not a fuck buddy. Yeah. Just maybe. Let me Let me just give Bette Porter maybe just a little bit of credit for some growth. Maybe her and Pippa do sleep together. They do. But Bette <laughs> realizes how dumb it was of her to do it and it doesn't go any farther than that. That's true. She literally tells Shane in season one of Gen Q, don't shit where you eat. Yeah. And here she is. Oh, where are we at? We're at Alice and Tom fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, honestly when when tom lifts alice to that bed that was hot yes yeah yes that was that was that was a lot yes yeah that was a good moment like laurel holloman alicia haley can put on a good sex scene yes she always can. has been able to do that correct i was not disappointed as a bisexual woman i was not disappointed no no because quite frankly i feel like the only steamy sex we're seeing this season besides the scene that we did see between Bet and Gigi is fucking Sophie and Finley. And I couldn't care less about those two. I didn't even put I, that in my I, notes. We're just going to ignore it. <laughs> I may or may not have fast forwarded through it. <laughs> I was like, I don't really, I think I pulled up my phone. Anyway, uh, we got a good Danny and Gigi ice cream day. Uh, Gigi says my feelings have changed and Danny went into a straight gay panic. Danny's yep. face was everything to me. I, the note I wrote was just same Danny. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode credits roll can't wait for next week we know that carrie and bet have some sort of yeah in our and carrie is drinking like it is the end of the goddamn world yeah <laughs> it's gonna be another great episode it definitely will As be right now we're what three days away three days yeah. away 
I got the countdown going on my Here's Instagram. the question. Do we think Tina and Carrie have broken up between those episodes? I think it's, they're on the racks. I think Carrie did not go to Toronto with her. Yeah, that's how she ended up at this event alone. Yeah. Because I don't think Laurel's in the next episode, as far as we know. Could This is a really long shot, and I don't know if anyone will also remember this. This episode is the one where Rosie was Instagramming beautiful flowers on set, and we all freaked out, right? Remember. Then there was a time. Your memory is pretty remarkable. I don't remember that at all. I do. I, she was I remember that post. I don't remember what episode it was for. I, I well, just envision that Francesca has a wall at her home. <laughs> just like a timeline of of like stories and posts leading up to the season so that she could follow and like put it together you know like the guy that's like pulling his hair out doing math that is her and it's the charlie day picture with the like wall and strings yeah so she she says to us just very casually she just drops it into this episode of the pod like yeah remember rosie no we don't because we don't have it meticulously documented by the minute and date like you do francesca <laughs> francesca we're gonna need you to turn your camera around please <laughs> yeah you need to prove to us that you don't have that going on i definitely don't <laughs> um i'm trying to find the post but rosie posts like 20 photos a day so oh here i found it right here amazing florist on the l word set that was april 6th okay um she posted that she also posted a rose is but a rose on April 7th. And then she posted another beautiful flower from that set on April 8th. I mean, your judgment was a little off the last time you saw flowers in a trailer, so. No, but this time it's actually from the charity event, like you could tell. Oh, okay, fair enough. And then, yeah, she said on the set of the L Word. Now, you're not gonna probably remember this and I don't have a way to pull it up, but there was a photo of like a street and we saw Shane's Jeep on the street. And if you squinted, it looked like uh, it looked like Tina was there. Oh. And that was when everyone was like, oh my God, she's back, she's back, she's back. And now I'm trying to coordinate if that's around the time that I got my, my print from her because she still had to go to LA to sign them. And it correlated with her. So I ordered my print on March 17th. And it came in like May. <laughs> you ordered it. No, you have you and I happened to order them the same week, our prints. Right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say and I then, remember getting mine around the same time. And then she went back to LA and she was filming. We were like, oh, and I, yes, this is the same time. And I said, Oh my god, she must be back in LA because my my print just shipped. And she had to sign it. You got it, you solved it. <laughs> It's on the wall. Strings, y'all. All right. Well, before we go any deep, take a deep <laughs> Francesca's brain with this like correlation. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this episode up. So this has been All Things Tibet Podcast, episode twenty-five. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>